0: You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the world of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. This week's episode is essentially about Skims, Kim Kardashian's cult status lingerie and loungewear line that is known for its pretty much perfect fit. However, it's more of a starter conversation as body image, plastic surgery, and race are just some of the themes that come up when discussing skims, and there's no way we can cover everything in one episode. But the subject matter of skims and why many black women feel uncomfortable about admitting they purchased them is definitely something that's being talked about in certain circles, although so far it hasn't really been discussed on a major platform. Initially, I was going to call the episode We Need to Talk About Skims in homage to one of my favorite films. We Need to Talk About Kevin. And if you know that film, Kevin was a major problem to his parents because Skims seemed problematic. But after speaking to my guest, beauty reporter Darian Harvin, who is also the host of Beauty Headlines on Clubhouse and has a brilliant newsletter on Substack, we realized that Skims, the product, isn't really what we ended up talking about. That's why I ended up calling it the ongoing conversation around SKIMS, because I do think it's something that's going to evolve and change. So what we did actually end up talking about was choice, information and opinions. Initially, I invited Darian on because she had hosted a clubhouse centered on SKIMS that openly discussed why some black women in particular often feel uncomfortable about supporting the brand. Much of the negative commentary on Skims has been focused on how Kim Kardashian and members of her media empire family have been accused of blackfishing, blackface, and at the very least borrowing from black culture to market their numerous brands. Ahead of speaking with Darian, I sat down and read a few different articles about Kim and her empire. Some, like the Tahira Hairston article we discussed, felt very personal. Tahira, who is the fashion and beauty director at Teen Vogue wrote a piece called, I hate how much I love my skims for the cut. And in it, she expressed how much she loved them, but was concerned that by buying skims, she was saying she was a fan of Kim Kardashian. Tahira shared that some of her friends refused to support the brand while others simply chose to lie when asked if they were wearing skims. Another article that I read that felt a lot less personal, to the author at least, um, it was written by a non-black person who had doubtless never worn skims and just didn't seem to like him. The article stated that Kim choosing to have mixed race children was the ultimate way to borrow from Black culture. And for me, it really left me feeling annoyed and confused as a mixed race person. And also, just as a person, I just thought, how can you jump from skims to mixed race children being borrowed from Black culture and just a way of kind of gaining entry into Black culture? But, you know, I can't get into that now. I was very confused by the end of the article. There's not much point me sharing more of my confusion with you, but I will leave links to all the articles mentioned in the show notes. I ended up feeling like perhaps this person just hates Kim and has their own agenda, as so many people do when we encounter their work online. But either way, although I read a few more articles, it seems that a lot of people have opinions about Skims and Kim. And as my conversation with Darian evolved, we acknowledged this and came to the conclusion that we are simply living in a time where we are more willing to have a conversation than just ditch someone for what they think and express. I think we're getting past the cancel culture of things being so black and white. And a while back, somebody mentioned to me that it's more about an accountability culture, like let's have a conversation. And that doesn't mean that we don't expect people to have manners when they're expressing these opinions. I think it's so easy to say something and then somebody pops into your DMs and tells you the opposite or why they disagree. And I think there's room for every opinion. It's just how you say it. So ultimately in this episode, I wanted to find out how Darian herself feels as a skims-wearing person. It turns out we're both wearing skims for this interview. So if you manage to check out any of the video snippets on Instagram, you'll see what we're wearing um and I also wanted to find out if she could share any feedback from the clubhouse she hosted like how did the women that attended that clubhouse feel and what did they say I would also love to know what you think do you wear skims are you a fan of Kim do you think we can separate a product from a person let me know over in the dms and feel free to leave a voice note at beauty me podcast on instagram I hope you enjoy it
1: I wanted to get you on the podcast for a while to just talk about you when you announced that you were doing a clubhouse specifically about skims I was just like
2: yes somebody's gonna talk about this because <laughs> yeah I've been meaning to for a while actually like it was just a moment where it was I had time and I was finally like I'm going to do it but I had been thinking about it for probably at least six months <laughs>
1: Well, let's, let's start there then. Why did you start thinking we need to talk about SKIMS as
2: non-white women? Yeah, well, I think that kind of just percolated because of me and like my identity and the girls who I talked to. Um, and I realized like, so my white friends were not having this conversation. This was not a point of contention for them. So it like this conversation is always going to be spearheaded by um, women of color. Um, black women, but I think also generally women of color, because we are, um, we function under a different set of circumstances, in a different, um, we are aware and more conscious of our choices and our um, abilities and how we're viewed, um, hyper aware. And so, yeah, we're gonna be the ones talking about it, because we're constantly thinking about how what we do and say, because we also realize that we're so influential, right, as black women, like I'm going to be thinking about it, so like I know my place in the world, and I know Kim Kardashian's place in the world, so <laughs> and
1: it's not the same,
2: it's yeah, not the same. It's, <laughs> it's not the same, and so, but to your point around like I guess how I even started to think about it, I was actually introduced to Sims by my mom, okay. Because my mom actually was talking about the shapewear. My mom, the entryway for a lot of people was through the shapewear, and my mom kept on talking about it. And I was just like, my mom does not talk about brands like this to me. I don't get it or understand it. I really brushed it off for a while, and then she bought me. She bought me something. She bought me something, and that's how I knew my mom does not buy buy me. She bought me um some of the boob tape. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and um so oh my god very mom vibe like in keep in mind that my mom was interior designer she works for architecture like she lives in Columbus oh. Ohio like mom is living her life doing her thing does not care about what the zeitgeist thinks about yeah. Kim Kardashian okay yeah so she, she she can go and do whatever she wants Now, me, her daughter living living in Los Angeles, right, with a whole different set of friends and circumstances, is like, why is my mother telling me about skims like Midwest vibes, honestly, like Midwest audience? Yes, mom. Sure. (laughs) And then she bought me something, and then and then they came out with the boxers, I want to say. And that was very strategic because Every girl knows how tough it is to find girl boxers that aren't Mm -hmm. like booty boxers, but are legit basically men's boxers, but without the extra space in the cross, you don't need it. Yeah. No sag. So yeah, exactly. No sag. And so when she came out with that, I was like kept on selling out and I was like, I'm gonna buy one pair. And (laughs) I was really um, they were great. They were fantastic. It was during quarantine. I felt like I had things to go to sleep in to wake up like everything <laughs> yeah and so from the bed to the fridge, basically, <laughs> yeah, and like also the laptop. and so it was yeah. just, you know, and so it was just really, um it kind of just went from there. and then definitely, I mean, honestly, and when I think about it, this is the first time I've publicly worn skims. actually I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. At first, I was only wearing it in the house. I would absolutely never in my life, in my life. I wasn't talking about it with my friends. I was not for sure if my roommate knew if I was 100% wearing skims because it is conspicuous in this way. And this is also another selling point, right? Yeah. Like the stuff she comes out with, with the logos and stuff on it, I don't even bother no. to look at that. Like she just it's came out basics. with something. and Yeah. It was like just the, and that was a part of the allure. It was like everyone was slapping their logo on anything, and I just needed something that was discreet and cool or felt cool. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't wearing it out at all. Then I think I just kind of like naturally started to do it with the bodysuit because the bodysuit just fit me in a way. And also, I was going through a phase where I was working out, I was losing weight, and I feel like I just like needed clothes that kind of could fit me in different ways. Yeah, that however sense. you like, Yeah, I can see that yeah. with them. Like,
1: kind of like have the best kind of stretch that doesn't like yeah. suck you in; it just holds you in.
2: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so that's basically what happened. And then I started quietly talking to my friends about it because. It got more aware that I couldn't hide it. Like one of my friends was like, are you in skims right now? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and, I was like and, I, and at first I was like, no. Like oh, I actually, yeah. I lied. Yeah, yeah, I lied. I was like, no, like straight face. And, and then I was like, I, I am, I am. I did try to lie. I, but you know what? I'm a sag. I wear all of my facial expressions right on my face. So I couldn't have got away with that lie anyway. <laughs> you know but that shows you how desperate I was to try
1: Mm. I think the fact that this is so layered it's like I hope we can squeeze enough of it into an hour but there are so many layers to this because you know I love that you have just wholeheartedly you know you just said all the great things about it um for me we didn't have skim's we had to wait and wait and wait for Skims or pay like $36 shipping, which nobody was going to do because you didn't want to send anything back um, from the UK. Then they yeah. arrived at Selfridges, which is an amazing, you know, high-end department store, but they only sold select stuff. So people were like, no. And mm-hmm. then it finally started shipping to the UK direct from the US. So I've done two shops since then and they are not cheap because I'm buying like Four or five things at a time. And to, to me, that adds up. Yeah, but definitely. I get it. I got it instantly. I got it the minute I took the fabric out of the packet. I was like, the way this is going to fit, it's going to feel so good. It's going to feel so soft and not restrictive. um But before that, I had been reading the articles that were starting to emerge, even like I think maybe April 2020, I found one dating back to about people really analyzing, like recently we had Tahira to re- to Hairston writing for The Cut about a very personal, like she was like, I hate the fact that I love my skin so much, but it's very per- a very personal level, you know, she spoke to some friends that were like, no, mm-hmm. I would never support, or yes, but I lie, but I've been reading all these other ones that have really broken it down, and a few of them actually left me I don't want to say upset, but I'm I'm mixed race and the way they have thrown the children in alongside skims. So there are articles written about the Kardashians and multiracial terms such as multiracial racism, um, non-black exoticism, And so it's gone from she brought out skims, mostly bought by black women, modeled by black women talked about by a black woman. And then she's having children with a black man that aren't black, they are brown, therefore meaning they are what? more palatable. Seriously. None Seriously. of this makes
2: sense to me. Also, wait, how do we know that black, that we are the majority Buying skin How do we know that? I don't know if
1: we know that. I think what is happening is it's like, you know, you said white women aren't having these conversations. Right. I mentioned to a white friend and she was like, well, whenever I see skims, I only ever see brown, black, non-white women wearing it or talking about it. She doesn't know herself any white women that have bought it. So I need to look at and try. I don't think they would have stats on the ethnicity of who's buying, but basically, as with anything, you can have the surface level, you can have the the mainstream level, then you can have the intellectual level, which in some cases can take you way off tangent. And so ahead of our chat, I wanted to make sure that I was as well read as possible on all the different things that could come up. And yeah, like I said, I got very, I found it very personal when one author compared having mixed race children to being the same as um using black culture to sell products. Does that make sense? So it's like she
2: referred to, the person referred yeah, to. Yeah, like he's harping on blackness or she's continuing yes. to and use the ultimate blackness. is having
1: mixed children. And I just took offense on so many levels because the article, and I'm going way off script here, but it's it's all part of the skin share, I I feel because Kim is a woman that is literally making millions and she's been accused of blackface, black fishing, like so much. But then we, as non white women, are loving some of her products. So there becomes this discomfort, right. which we need that's to Right, That's like about. the
2: friction. Yeah, yeah it that's is the a friction. friction that we're like, at right now. That's why,
1: you, that's why you chose to lie to your friend on that occasion because you're like, I'm not ready for that conversation right
2: now. For me, the the bigger point that you brought up around knowing what she has done and buying her clothing and supporting her was that's kind of really how it, uh, trying to figure out why you individually do what you do. And I think that the answer is different for everyone. It depends on specifically what you're, what you value the most, right? Like I feel like I have friends who from they don't they don't buy skims for sustainability reasons right. because they who are who are, are in fashion are in manufacturing and they really know the 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 blends that feel soft that they say mm-hmm. feel soft around skims but does not but does not continue right or right. Um, something that I didn't even know, right? Things around like blending and polyester and cotton and what's used and how that creates the softness that we love now, but is not, it literally does not sustain. So I have some right. reason, friends who like don't buy it for that reason. I have other friends who work in fashion. They have a whole different perspective of the fashion industry in, um, in waste and ethics and Um, of designers, right? And they see so much more than even like, than I see. And I think that being in that world where there are folks, maybe you're someone who's trying to make changes in different, in different ways. Who is to say that you can't buy something, right? If it's something that is comfortable, um, it's something that you can afford and it's something that you have the right to also in knowing in the context of the fashion industry itself. I feel like I'm kind of blubbering that, but it's not to kind of say, "Well, look at the re- rest of the fashion industry," but it's definitely to say that, like, if you continue, well, it, it, you ha- you have to draw your line somewhere, right? Yes. Like, yeah, you could be someone who does not wear who does not wear skims, but like refuses to uh, recycle, and y- y- like I don't, I, I've, I'm, no, just, I I guess you I'm it's just, like you know, it's like, and so and so then, am I supposed to? And I could also be someone who recycles all the time and buys skims like I (laughs) which is actually me I just described myself right and so I think that ultimately it is beyond I'm trying to do my part I think that Mm -hmm. I am consciously trying to make decisions that are good for me and the planet I am and what that looks like that does not look equal in all of the areas of my life
1: there was another article where a lingerie expert and a journalist had said something like whatever lunch, she, she picked up on lingerie. She was like, whatever lingerie brand you look at, you're always going to find something that you don't like. And I was like, well, no, let's just say any brand. If you were to dig into any brand from McDonald's to Kristen Dior, it's highly likely that you or me, we're going to come across one thing that's like, whoa, that's like a deal breaker. If we were, we don't know everything we don't we right don't know and,
2: everything yeah and that's not to absolve right our, no. our responsibility to be no. informed right and but it, it's more to say that um I don't know what it's to say it's not to absolve our <laughs> our, our responsibility I think that it is more of our job to um, allow our thinking and our practices to to evolve mm. next year I may not be buying and wearing soon some people can see that as like me coming to my senses fine but like also maybe I just made a personal choice maybe I just wasn't interested any longer that's the thing is
1: I think you brought up a really good point just in the broader sense of being able to change your mind it still feels like a new concept in the public eye like yeah you you can change your mind and you can change your actions. And we're not going to go into like the terrible people out there. Like there's a whole special, you know, but you are able to change your mind because you could be more informed. You could just have change your priorities, change your income. Like there's so much. And I do think the thing with Skims is that it's like, I think Tahira's article, it it kind of made me relieved because she didn't give a solution. She just said, um, I've just put an order in for some bodysuits. <laughs> it made me laugh because I was like, yeah, that's, that's as real as it gets, article. you know? Right. She wasn't being an intellectual, breaking it down and basically saying the Kardashians is the end of the world and mixed race children are oh, this. It was like, you this can, is I it think is. it's that whole,
2: you can be up. She both. didn't beat up herself. Yeah. Like, notice she didn't beat up herself in the article, right? And I think, like, that's actually the bigger and more exciting thing. And the reason why I'm happy to be who I am and I'm happy that, like, we're having this conversation is because we have gone through such an era of needing to be perfect in every sense of the word. Like, we just read a ton of articles about the end of the girl boss era, right? And for me, I feel like... yeah, that we all bought into. And now I'm just sitting back like, I don't want to see any more perfect people. And now yeah. now I'm not, you know, like, I don't want to see any more perfect. Do I want to see misinformed people? No. Do I want to see people who are problematic for being homophobic or transphobic or whatever it may be? Absolutely not. But I recognize that I am a complicated person who has a, vi- a wide range of inf- access to information, um, but it's also hit with a variety of things on an everyday life that are informing in my own opinions. And so, like, for like, I, I, and so I guess I say all of that to say that it, I hope that that bleeds over into my work and even in even these conversations because it's like I just want to talk about brands and people and not in relation to what it has to do with me. We are living an an
1: easier in in many ways an easier existence than you know generations before us and we are being allowed to evolve discover change our minds but I do feel like not too long ago things were very like you have to be this or that you have to jump you have to be against him or for or for this do you know what I mean
2: And all of those things were a reflection of your value, your ethics, and therefore your own value as a person. And I think what I'm trying to communicate is like, I can buy skims and like skims, and also at the same time, read up on a lot of literature that is going to tell me exactly why I should not be buying it. (laughs) And I'm allowed to continue to buy it or to evolve.
1: I don't know what I read, but I think it's been a couple of years now. I've just keep saying we are not one dimensional. We're not even two dimensional. We're not even we have so many facets that we haven't been able to show. Like as women, as black women in the workplace, mm-hmm. like you get so used to only showing certain things, and perhaps social media changed that massively. But you can be all the things. You can act, you could be all the things and have everything and be a horrible person. Or you could have, do you know what I mean? We have so many facets to us. And I guess what where the discomfort fits in is perhaps knowing that some people still want you to just be in this camp or that camp. So it, you might be concerned about sharing your appreciation of Skims or Kanye's album because i have been so used to being a bit more divided, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that there is a way that... I am constantly working through um, holding myself accountable, but also recognizing that I have a lot of room and there is space for me to evolve. And knowing that, again, like in a year, I may be very against, against skims and not wearing it at all or not buying it at all. And I actually would not even have to explain myself, only if I felt like it. Yeah. Like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's I think that that's kind of my my vibe right now, because I've watched the way that um, identity politics, which kind of has two which kind of has two definitions these days. One that is more about I identify this way. Therefore, mm-hmm. I believe this, this and this, which means mm-hmm. I am against this, this and this with nothing in between. Yeah. And um, I want people to know that I am not that person and I'm also not doing you that way. Mm. So, like, like so you can, can let talk. your guard down. <laughs> yeah, like we can talk. Like, and because I think that this, these are actually the conversations that people want, but don't even know honestly, because you haven't had a chance to see to to truly, to truly see them in in mm-hmm. in real time and frequently.
1: With that in mind, I definitely wanted to ask you because I wanted to hear your clubhouse about Skims, and it was on at eleven o'clock at night for me, and I was in <laughs> bed. So tell me, what were the the key um, thoughts coming through from that? Was it positive? Was it negative? Yeah,
2: I thought that it was going to be a lot of women who were, who just didn't like skins, didn't understand it, didn't get it. All have the same opinion. I felt that there were some women who still felt that we shouldn't be buying it because of capitalism and X, Y, and Z. I felt that there were some women who offered a a take that was more from a branding marketing perspective because they worked in the industry. Um, And then I found also, um, I I had also just some folks up there who were talking about, I feel like the conversation that we just had around, around, can conscious consumerism even really exist? And if so, what does that look like? Right. And so it felt like a bunch of different ideas that we were working through. But I think the good thing was that in what made the conversation interesting was that everyone not only listened, but took in what was being said in this way that I just really felt like it was beyond, oh, I respect your opinion. It, it was like, I, we actually don't have to agree, but we can totally have a conversation and create something valuable and so that's really how it felt and I closed the room feeling like that was a good conversation like mission accomplished I felt like people could at least either it it influenced maybe their perspective in some way or they were left with information to really make their own choices
1: I love that I'm glad that Mm -hmm. I missed it I wanted to bring it back to because I don't want anyone who like clicks to listen to this thinking going to break it down they're going to talk about him, and then they hear us and we're like well you know we are we're working through this we are our own people we make our own decisions and we have we are currently wearing purchasing skins and not give the other side so let's just talk about why has it been what is the problematic side like? can you separate a product from a person
2: Well, I think it depends on the initial marketing of that product and how it was positioned to us.
1: Well, there were some initial mistakes, weren't
2: there? I mean, the initial name of Skims was not Skims, it was Kimono. Mm -hmm. And then she changed it. And then it was very apparent that she was the face, but she wasn't the only face. And she wasn't in all of the imagery. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there were a lot of things she knew to do you yes. know there's a lot of
1: smartness happening around Kim is someone like I mentioned at the beginning she's been accused of blackface you know she wears very dark makeup she she had cornrows and I don't know if she necessarily said boxer braids I don't know if it was the beauty writers at the time that were phrasing it that way so you know like look like Kim and wear boxer braids and really you no, know, it's cornrows cane rose it's been around for generations can we should we do should we care can we separate the product which is skims from the person who has been shown to exploit aspects of black culture in the past
2: yeah i think that's an individual question can you can i like can we as a collective i don't think that that is possible should we as a collective i don't think that anyone should be able to tell me what i should and should not be separating and not separating so, I think, in that way, I don't look to absolve my my responsibility or yours or anyone else's, but I think like turning that question on yourself actually helps you to figure out what the answer mm. is for you. Like mm. I, I guess for me, like if i were if I were to if I were to go through it, I could probably watch a documentary on Kim Kardashian's life and probably never want to wear it skimmed again. I haven't done that yet. maybe it doesn't exist yet. You know, like there's so many things that might influence my decision. Like there's so many things I haven't, I haven't maybe experienced or so many ways I have not been offended by, by Kim because I either had really chosen not to pay attention to her or I wasn't tapped into it, or I had already decided that she wasn't someone who was particularly relevant to my life. Like, I think for me, I view her as someone who made a thing that I, um, I really enjoy wearing like she like I thought that she made a smart product and so like this is a very bullish perspective on it but I think it's where I'm at right now and then also what's crazy is that neither of us really I think oh, an explanation
1: that's the thing I think when you look at all the awful stuff that happens in the world, like you often see if someone passes away, their last messages or even thoughts from earlier in their life are stop worrying about what other people think because you you see Darian in the mirror in the morning. Like you go to bed with Darian every night. Like you know your skeletons, your things maybe you felt you could have done better. Do you know what I mean? I think there is so much... And I feel it a bit more as well because um, coming from a photography background and loving makeup, I will reshare images of Kim's makeup looks. And I remember sharing one kind of recently. It was for a Skims campaign and she had the blonde wig, very heavily made up eyes. And I like that aesthetic I because I love makeup. I love makeup as play. I love makeup as dress up. I love it as expression. So for me, it was a form of expression, but somebody straight away said, is this not blackfishing? And I was like, I love the aesthetic of this image. I had to be like, explain it. In my head, I didn't need to explain it. And perhaps if right. I'd taken like five minutes, I probably shouldn't even have explained it to the person asking. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. for me, it was an aesthetic. Like I studied art from a young age. That's my my background is fine art like i'm always looking at an aesthetic i guess i separate it from the person you know probably similar to separating right. a product from a person so it is this kind of very layered thing and at the end of it all do we really need to attack ourselves question ourselves for every little thing when there is so much going on in our day like i don't even know what you've got ahead of you in your day like we see social media None of us you know it's that whole none of us really knows what goes on in someone's life,
2: yeah, so. and like even just the different perspectives, it's like if she wants to continue to look at it from her perspective of of the reason why she answered that question, she, she can go go ahead and do that, I think it and I can you can continue to look at it from the perspective of well, I did it for this for this reason too, and I don't know, I think. I think it's all, I think it's all fine for it all to exist as a way for us to be questioning why we do what we do, why we gravitate towards what we gravitate towards. Do I wish that people would frame it and, and, and stop being so angry and talk to me like an adult or someone who they also view as smart? Yes. Could, could someone articulate their point around why they don't think anyone should be wearing skims in a way that it's thought provoking to me if someone who wears lots of it I'm begging you like please
1: but yeah it's like is somebody gonna write the perfect article to stop you wearing skims it might just have to be you I guess
2: yeah like I and I think I come from that place very much also because I am I am a writer and I Mm -hmm. am someone who actually is thinking about these things right so I think like my response then and, and I would say sometimes unfairly is like go and articulate your point and share it then because that's what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm working through my practices and my choices and how I feel Mm -hmm. like so much of what I'm doing is also just a constant self-evaluation of my choices. And so as like, as someone who's looking at culture and so, you know, I think that's also where I come from too, is like just being in the space of Knowing that there are things I'm going to look back at and regret doing, like wearing or or buying, but I don't have to beat myself up for it today.
1: No, you don't. Because even if 2020 has taught us anything, it's just like breathe, slow down, like, okay, that's your point. Let me have mine. Let's just like exist together and like have a conversation. That's why I started a podcast. I love talking to people. You know, I've been writing about stuff for ages. But I was like, let's just take the conversation into a public zone, because like you said, I feel that by you having that clubhouse, even the women or people listening that may not have spoken up in it, you were just giving them a window into another opinion. And it's okay to listen, to share, to speak. And hopefully nobody is going to judge you on that.
2: Yeah, yeah you open yourself up when you really start to share your opinion right your point of view and the beautiful thing is that you find others who maybe are trying to impact the same things that you are and that's like a actually a beautiful experience yeah um and i try to i try to think of it like that like there's always a consequence but i found that the concept that 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 the benefits have outweighed the consequences
1: it opens up a conversation like Right. You have. I feel like some people, you know, social media or even what they write can be so performative, like perhaps they're thinking of brands, perhaps they're thinking of who's watching. And I think, um, was it yesterday, I shared loads of stories about, you know, Oscar Isaac on the red carpet with Jessica Chastain, the two actors. He was sniffing her armpit, okay? And I was like, if that was my husband, no, like you can't sniff her armpit. And yes, they're great actors, but it was so it was so okay when people came in saying I'm handsy with my friends I was like okay well good for you like we I was like do you, I, to some people I was like do you mind if I share your response because it wasn't always the most common and I feel mm-hmm. like it's okay like I made a joke well cool well I just won't you I won't invite you around for dinner you know it's okay right you can we can have these conversations you don't need to be so hard on yourself or each other like that's just if we keep talking I think that's how we can find solutions to things that might be seen as problems or just realize that we're kind of similar
2: yeah oftentimes or at least it's about I feel like what I'm just trying to do right now is I'm too attracted to be attracted to other people who I feel like are in this space right of like living in the in between that doesn't also mean you're being pushed here in the other but you're very aware that we're living in this space that we're constantly going to be questioning questioning the world questioning ourselves hopefully not too much where you're driving yourself in, mm. insane and so i feel like that's what it what like what it's about for me is just trying to find other people who want to have similar conversations okay so just
1: to wrap it up are you planning on buying any more skims anytime soon? Yeah,
2: I am, <laughs> but I haven't seen anything that I've been that I've been into recently. The
1: velour is coming.
2: I know the velour is coming, but you—they would—it's too—it's too dead of a giveaway for me. Like there, oh, uh, I feel like they're actually. Oh, different, you're right. Yeah, like it's too dead of a <laughs> dead of a giveaway because no one else is doing. Again, no one else is doing velour like that right now. So people yeah. would know if I was wearing yes. skims. Like, Where'd you? And people would, lo- would love it. People would love it. And then I would, and then they would ask me where it was from, and I would have to see skin. So I can't get okay. the velour. But, um, but I haven't seen anything recently. She also put up these like really ill-fitting satin logo boxers. I was like, that's oh, I didn't yeah, see those. Won't, yeah, they look like satin. ill-fitting on the website. It was very bizarre. Um, mm. but no, I'm good for now. I'm not buying anything for now. Um. We'll see. If she comes out with any bangers, I might, I might hit her with a few bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Thank you so much, Darian. Like it's, it's so nice to see your face. Honestly, I've been loving your work for ages. I hope that we can meet face-to-face eventually. I would love to do a face-to-face podcast that is more about you and the work you do. Um, I love LA, so who knows? Yeah, Um, let me know. Tell people where they can find you in your work.
2: Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Darian, just D A R I A N, and from there, just you can dive into my reels, my IGTV. The link in my bio. Bio. I do a weekly newsletter of beauty at the intersection of politics and pop culture. um Yeah, that's kind of my vibe right now. It's great newsletter,
1: by the way. I love your newsletter. I'm instantly like, let me check this out. Let me check that out. The way you um give the links towards the end. Of key stories yeah. so love it love it love it keep doing it and thank you so much take care yeah thank you take care thanks. thanks
0: so much for listening you can find me on instagram at beauty me podcast and feel free to slide into the dms do please like subscribe and review it really helps beauty me be seen